Studio 84 podcast. My name is Kyle DePanson. I am your host. This is the second episode of Studio 84 podcast. It's been a little while. It's been about a week um, since I released the first episode of Studio 84 podcast. And surprisingly, I've got a lot of feedback from the podcast, a lot of constructive criticism, a lot of compliments, and a hell of a lot more views than I've ever anticipated on getting for the first episode. I think the first episode of the Fish Fails Entertainment podcast, I got maybe like two views, and now it is just skyrocketed, and I've gotten way more than I've ever, ever expected, like I said, in my entire life. I've never expected to get this many views and this much support, and that means the fire is still burning, people are still you know, listening to podcasts, people are still interested in, I guess, what I have to say and want to listen to me for, God bless you, 20 minutes. Um, so, um, not really any updates. I usually like to open up the podcast with some updates. Um, my voice has been improving, um, since the last episode. Um, like I said in the last episode, I think I strained my voice, um, about a week or two ago, and I think it's just slowly healing. Um, I'm not 100% sure what it is. I didn't see anyone about it. I just, you know, self-medicate, figure it out. And, uh, yeah, so I'm doing pretty good. Voice is doing pretty good. I actually recorded this episode yesterday, and I was just not feeling it. I had to take, like, ten breaks just to get through it, and I was drinking a lot of water. And then, so I finally just marched through the whole thing. It took me about 30 minutes to make the entire episode, and I finally get done, and then I I go to playback it, and all of a sudden, I hear just a giant buzzing, and little known fact, if you put two microphones together that are recording, you put a bunch of cables together, there's a good chance that there's going to be a little buzzing, and... Yeah, so that happened, and there was no way I could edit it out. There was no audio filters I could do. It was just like that, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I didn't sound 100%. My content wasn't 100%. Let me just record another episode tomorrow. Now we're on tomorrow, and I was like, all right, so let's do this. So that's pretty much all of an update. Um, And like I said again thank you for everyone who's been listening to this podcast, and especially because we're so early on, you know. So it's pretty good that we have support. So today's topic I'm going to talk about, we're actually talking about a topic today. Um, It's a little bit of a lighter topic. I didn't want to get, like, too deep, too, uh, and I say this with quote quote marks, controversial. Um, But today I am going to talk about my thoughts on public domain media, such as photos, videos, music, books, literature, texts, all of that fun stuff. Um, I'm going to start off on what is it, give my opinion, all that fun stuff. So let's start out in saying what is public domain. And uh, public domain is been going on since the 20th century of basically where you as a creator can release information or release content and it is free to use by anyone. 
So, for example, the story Moby Dick, which is, which was written, is in public domain. So anyone could use, you know, Moby Dick, or Captain Ahab, and they could, you know, write their own fan fiction story or use those characters in another light. Um, that's pretty much a good example of 20th century. It, well, it might be 19th century. Now I'm pretty sure it's 20th, 20th century literature that was made. Um, uh, that was made to be public domain. And recently, we've been seeing that instead of, like, in cases of Moby Dick, where you release it, you wait a certain amount of years, and it gets released into the the world of public domain. Um, you know, people now are making creative stuff just as, just to throw it out there. I think that's really cool of people to do. And it pretty much, public domain started out very early on, and there was, I quote me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was a 50-year cap of once you release something, once you've made your money off of it, then it gets released into the public domain, then when Disney want to, you know, have Mickey Mouse after the 50 years was up, they fought it in court, and that's what kind of screwed up the whole public domain system and free use stuff, but I'm not going to get too into that because that's just going to be a whole story of itself, and honestly, there are some great documentaries out there, great books, great articles of, you know, that whole Mickey Mouse, Walt Disney story with uh, public domain. So, in a sense now where we have the digital internet, we have, um, you know, things like YouTube, podcasts, like you're listening now, there are platforms such as YouTube Audio Library, Free Music Archive, Pixels.com, of where you could find public domain, free to use for yourself, um, pretty much media. And, for example, I'm going to say Pixels. We give a shout out to Pixels because I, I think they're really great and I use a lot of footage that's up and out there pretty often and it's great that I could just use it as a creator. So, for example, I'll go on to Pixels.com. I will, let's say I want a picture of a waterfall. I'll go on there, I could look what anyone has put out there. Basically, this website is any photographer that wants to put their stuff out there for public domain usage could go out there and throw it on there and it gets used up by creators like me or people that do not have the financial capability of taking pictures of waterfalls one either they don't live so close to one or they don't have the camera or the equipment um so it, it's a pretty much a multi beneficiary thing. People put out there, people, other people take it. It's a nice mix and a nice kind of recycling way. And I kind of have a two-way kind of deal with pixels. You know, I will put pictures and videos out there to public domain usage, and I will also take some. It's, it's a nice kind of, I wouldn't say honor system, but more of a, uh, you know, trust that all of us creators have. Honestly, I think it's really, really cool. And music, like 
let's say, YouTube Audio Library Free Music Archive with Kevin McLeod. You know, you could go on that website, you could pick any genre you want. Like, let's say I want some, you know, really nice cinematic music. Let's say I'm doing a very intense scene. I could go on there and I could pick what genre I want. Um, and I could say, you know, cinematic, um, kind of mood, I'll put intense or something like that. And I'll put it out there and I could scroll through whatever anyone's put out there and uh, free to use it. Attribution sometimes required, but I like to put attribution not required just because the media I do or you know, let's say Snapchat, you really can't give too much credits. But yeah, it's either way. A creator will put it out there and they'll say it's attribution required. You need to put that it was made by me and you can put a website or a link on there or it could say attribution not required and it's free to use, throw it out there. And even the music you heard in the intro and what you're going to hear in the outro is non-attribution required music that I use just to, you know, give a nice transition in between going in and out, nice, nice relaxing kind of an ending. Because what I used to do on the Fish Shows Entertainment Podcast, I used to just say, all right, thank you very much for listening, and then just pause it, and that would be it. Or I would start off, and I would go off, and I would say, welcome back to the Fish Shows Entertainment Podcast. So I would do that. It was it wasn't a nice warm up, you know. You just jump right into the episode. There would not be like a little kind of transition. And I felt especially when listening to other podcasts, you know, there's there's a nice kind of flow when it comes to podcasting. Even music, you know, there are there are rare cases where it just goes right into it, but you know, like for example, the Beatles Here Comes the Sun, you know, there's a nice smooth transition into the song or Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen you know it starts out it's very subtle and then it slowly goes out and both both those songs are completely amazing magic in my mind you know I believe in Beatles magic and Queen magic you know all of their songs are just magical um so yeah that's why I pretty much you know, use the music, and I, I kind of got a little off topic, but it's always good. Um, so what do I think about photo and video, or what happens? Um, not to repeat off my bullet-pointed script that I'm looking at right now, um, but basically it is Pixels. If you want to go up there, pixels.com, check it out. I'm not sponsored by Pixels currently, but I use it all the time, so I gotta shout them out, because they're great. They're starting to get really popular, you know, as the rise of YouTube content creators happens. So I, th I think it's pretty good. Um, so public domain is used for a whole bunch of people. Let's say, for example, and I'll put in my position, not basically projecting it to you as someone of my source, not saying this man, you know, I'll say, you'll get it. So, let's say I am a creator, let's say I'm really good at taking pictures of the moon, and, you know, I could go out and I could print the pictures out and sell it on the streets of New York City, but, you know, let's say someone in this scenario can't do that. They live in a small town, and 
money like that, not going to happen. So you know what? I'm going to go and say, hey, you know, if someone wants to use my moon picture, I'll throw it out there and they could use it. Or let's say in another position, let's say, hey, you know, I don't have a telephoto lens or something that could really capture the moon and I need something for this project that I'm working on. I could go on to that and I could use that moon picture from the person that submitted it. And overall, I think that's a pretty good trading system. And you know, that person could share whatever they want. Let's say the creator trying to get a moon picture has a great picture of, you know, New York City streets. They could go on and show that. So it's pretty cool. So moving on, um, what are the positives and negatives of something like this? Um, a positive is basically, like I said, it's a great recyclable thing where you could put out any photos and videos that you own and you're willing to put out there and someone could do the same and you could have just a nice trading system. And I believe in the trading system. If you have something to put out there, put it out there. And if you need to use something that someone else has, boom. It's like the trading system. You know, this could be abused a lot. You could just, I'm not saying it's bad to abuse it, but, you know, I could just go on to, a, you know, like YouTube Audio Library, Pixels.com, and just take and don't submit anything. And, you know, if that's, that's okay, if you would like to do that, especially if you don't have a high-quality camera and you, you don't have great pictures, you know, all that stuff. But I think a great positive, I mean, ever since the dawn of man, you know, when before we had currency and gold and silver, we used to trade goods. Let's say the farmer had milk and um, the baker had bread. They would trade. You know, if the farmer wanted some bread, he would go to the baker and trade his milk. You know, there was a nice trading system. I feel like, you know, if we use that simple kind of economic area of trading and we put into a scale of public domain usage without actually moving currency back and forth, I think honestly it's great. And I mean, there are some, like, libraries of photo and video, such as Pixabay, and I think Adobe has some sort of thing. You know, you pay, let's say, I don't know, rough number, 10 bucks a year, or 10, well, uh, 10 bucks a month, you have access to a whole bunch of things. Some of them are higher quality, like let's say some pictures of the moon. You know, they have nice high quality pictures of the moon, boom, thrown out there. And that's, that's okay too. You know, some of them are used for paying a subscription, can be used for commercial usage, you know, and a lot of public domain, you know, it says it in there that you can't use it for a corporation. And, but there are some you can. So that is a positive. Negatives, I honestly, I wrote the script down about a week or two ago, and I was just thinking, like, is there any negatives for public domain? And I can only think of one. And the one I kind of thought of was um, that if you put something out there, Let's say you have a nice waterfall picture or video you put out there and it gets a bunch of hits 
and people are downloading it, people are using it, and, you know, there's, they're getting famous off of it, and maybe some of them are somehow making some money off of it, or towards the content they've made with your stuff in it, there's no way you could get it back. You know, you, you probably can if you try legally, but, like, once you put something out there, it's all over. You know, if someone posts a picture on Instagram and they want to take it down, it's been there for a few hours. You know, people always have the power to screenshot it. And once you put it out there, it's out there forever. So, that's the only negative I could personally think about public domain. If you have a negative, you know, you could always tweet at me, at KyleFish123. So, is it good for entertainment? I think it's great. You know, the videos that are out there are excellent, you know. Just the thought of that people will go out and they will go in the woods or they'll do shoot up this whole scene and they'll, you know, do a photo shoot and have everything. I think it's amazing, you know, just to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to take all this photo and video and I'm just going to put it out there. That's what I find is great. You know, especially in a society where, you know, everyone's trying to make some money. You know, I feel like it's pretty good that people are not only doing it for charitable purposes, I would say, but they're doing it for purposes that they could just have it out there for people to use. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so the future for it, I think that it's going to expand a lot. You know, we're going to have a lot more libraries, and we're going to, if the whole copyright thing doesn't explode, and, like, there's no public domain, or there's a law changed in the United States, or some other country, I think it's going to keep growing. You know, right now we're in the age of, you know, the rise of new YouTube channels, and we're in the rise of new podcasts, like you're listening to this fairly new podcast. I think just as we're slowly transitioning from the age to, you know, back in, let's say, the 1950s, you'd, your vinyl records, your television, early stages of television, you had your video, and your radio, you know, you had all that stuff, and most of it was bought out by big companies, and they would all, you know, have their own stuff, and there was really not a lot of room for, you know, simple people living on a budget to make content that they really want to make. And I think now it is so much different. We're in the age of cable TV starting to die, you know, and a bunch of small creators could start out and they can make a YouTube video and they could get famous off of it. You know, it's, it sounds like the American dream, you know, for people that aren't in the United States. You know, the American dream is you could come from nothing and become something. And I think the internet is giving people the opportunity to do that. And I think it's a beautiful thing. So the future for it is looking very, very bright. So, are there uh, any famous faces of uh, public domain? One of them is Kevin McLeod. I was reading an article. I saw some interviews with Kevin McLeod. Q&As. And overall, you know, I don't know how he acts behind the camera or what he does with his personal life. 
But overall, he seems like a really great person. You know, his ideology on public domain. Overall, I, I could agree with most of his points. And, uh, yeah, he is a great person, and he releases, you know, music and audio tracks that are, you know, free to use for your personal content projects. And he's not a bad um, composer, you know. He's, he's overall a great, very good person. And he also has this weird thing. If you go on his website, you could also, um, he has this little graph paper hobby where he could choose what size of graph paper you want, different shapes, and it, it's, it's really cool for someone to just be like, hey, you know what, let's go do some graph paper, and you can print it out. I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, he teaches many people how public domain's a great thing. He, he just sets an example for the world of showing how great public domain is. People like him, it's pretty cool. And for people that don't have the financial stability, like I said, you know, public domain's a great opportunity to go out. I think that's overall pretty good. And that is the end of my topic today. We are on 21 minutes and 18 seconds um, right now in the recording. That's probably going to be a lot more as you're listening to this for in natural music and cutting out some of my little flips and mistakes. Um, yeah, but that is it for today's topic. Hope you really enjoyed. Next topic, I'm going to talk a little bit more abrasive topics. Something that's not just like open a book and say, wow, you know, look how good this is. You know, I, I think I might get a little, quote, more controversial. Not politically or something, but I'll state my own opinions that may be slightly unpopular to other people. But overall, you know, it'll all be good. Um, if you have a question to ask me, if you have a question or topic idea, you could always reach me at Twitter at KyleFish123. Um, you know, DM me, tweet me, whatever you want to do. And uh, I'd hopefully I'll respond. And uh, I'd love to use your topics, and I would give you a great shout-out. But uh, thank you very much for listening to the Studio 84 podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Johansson, and I will see you next week for another great episode. Have a great day.